Grace, mercy, and peace are yours, beloved children of the Father. 1 John is very much like the Gospel of John. There are a lot of connections, particularly with the upper room discourse, chapters 13 to 17 of John. And if you look at 1 John and the upper room discourses, what you will find is many, many circles. John loves to talk in circles. Well, we could say Jesus loves to talk in circles. And one thing that the circles actually do, while they might get our heads spinning, that's actually part of the goal. Because as our heads begin to spin, and we, and Him, and the Father all get mixed up, we get the point that John is making. That we are one. As he says, I am in the Father, and you are in me. And we are one. And as you are in Christ, and I am in Christ, and we are united with the Father, and we are all one family. There's a bit of that circular thing going on in our text for today. How great is the love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know Him. Dear friends, now we are children of God and what we will be has not yet been made known. But, when, but we know that when He appears, we shall be like Him for we shall see Him as He is. This fundamental part of being a child, what does it mean? That now we're children, what we will be is not revealed, but when he's revealed, we know we'll be like him because we'll be like he is. What is John doing? The best way that I think I can explain it is to make it personal. This is probably an experience that many of you have shared. And if you're younger, I trust that you probably will experience the same thing in the future. But when we're born, right, we have no say in that thing. It happens and then we're here, and we're a part of a family, and we grow up in that home, and we eat the food, and we sleep under the roof, and we wear the clothes, and, and we take it all for granted. Until we get a little bit older, and we realize what those things cost. Not just money, but time, and energy, and emotion, and love. When you, when your situation starts to get a little bit closer to mirroring your parents' situation, then you begin to understand them and probably to respect them. 
And hopefully to try and return some of that love that now you realize they gave you so selfishly, selflessly your whole entire life. There's something that we have to recognize in ourselves before we can recognize it in other people. And before we can love and respect our parents and understand them, we have to recognize them in ourselves. And that is a little bit of what John is getting at. He says, this is how you know for certain that you are children. Because you recognize the Father. You know you are children because you have believed in the one whom he sent. And in order to do that, he had to have created you to be like him. He had to have placed his own spirit in your heart and soul in order for you to be able to see him or anything that he has done. Because as you heard, there are many who do not acknowledge the Father. There are many who are not children. And the world does not recognize him. And the world does not recognize us because it does not recognize him. So John is saying, as you remain in this good news, as you continually look to Christ for the forgiveness that he offers, as you find your life mirroring his life and his love in your heart and working itself out in your life, of course you've been born of the Father. It's the only way it can be that. That's the only possible way that light can break darkness. It's the only possible way that our sin is covered over. That is the great love that the Father has lavished on us. That he has placed this faith in our hearts. That we can see him as he is. And that John wants us to strive for, to hold on to tightly. To be as the Father is in this world is to assure us, to assure yourself and your fellow believers that God is who he says he is and you are who he says you are. Because just as the world cannot recognize us, we cannot recognize one another except that we see the Father in each other. And that we as children look like his son. 
in the opening, John says that I am writing these things to remind you so that our joy can be complete. It is for complete joy that we share this love with one another. And that God shows us his own reflection in our lives. And that is something that God has called each and every one of us as children to do. And as we do it, we get closer and closer connected to the Father. And we understand more and more and more who and what he is and what his plan for our future is. Because just as we recognize God's life and spirit in us through the faith that he's put in our hearts, in the same way, John makes that leap to what we will be. Because just as we recognize God because he has made us like him here, like his son, and the only way that we can recognize him is to be like him, so too when Jesus is revealed in glory, if we see him, John says we know we will be like him. That is what our faith in this world, what our life in this world, what he has given us here teaches us. That when we see him come again, surely we will be like he is. In all of this grand vision of our salvation, which John shares in his gospel and in 1 John and in Revelation, he's always returning to the beginning. To light and darkness. To chaos and order. To sin and righteousness. to faith and unbelief. Always returning to those days when the earth was young and when God's first children walked the planet and when darkness and sin and evil got their foothold. And John wants us to know that to be born of the Father is to go back to before the catastrophe. To go back to where there is only eternal light. To go back to where the love of God decides to make all things good and to bless and prosper his people. This is the Father. And when we're born of him, we get connected with that eternity. 
And John says this is precisely the gift of God that we have through faith that overcomes the world, the life eternal, which was from the beginning with the Father, is ours. That is what God has made us. And that eternal life and the glory of His Son is what awaits us. So as the church, John says, love each other. Love each other. In your love, you will show to one another and to the world that you have been born of God. In love is all of that light, all of that perfection, all of that power of God that set the earth's foundation, that brought Christ here to die for us. In our loving one another, the love of Christ will become tangible as we suffer and give of our lives for one another we will see him more clearly and we will be even more confident of what we will be this is the church this is the family this is the gift given to you freely May God continue to open our eyes to his goodness and his glory all the days of our lives. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, help us to understand this new birth that you have given us. We thank you for showing us, revealing you and yourself through your Son, we thank you for that love through which we have been made new and purified and given eternal life. We ask that you would give us the strength, send your spirit to work that love in our lives every single day, in all that we do, so that we can know you and to see you better, and so that your eternal light can go out into the world and cast out the darkness. We thank you for all that you have done for us, Father. And we ask that you continue to teach us as your children. We ask this in your son's name. Amen.